This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Find more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. Storms delay planting progress for major crops across the South and Midwest. Corn planting across the nation has advanced just 6% as of Sunday. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says that is half of the five-year average pace of 12%. Looking at the major Midwestern production states, Missouri leads with 16% of the intended corn acreage planted, but that is well behind the five-year average of 33%. Most other Midwestern states have seen little or no progress. These states include Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio, and Wisconsin. We have our first look at soybean planting. That shows 1% of the intended soybean acreage planted on that date. That is behind the five-year average of 2%, behind last year's 2%, and we do not yet see any planting taking place in the Midwestern states. Rippey adds spring wheat and rice planting have also had significant planting disruptions. Spring wheat planting is just 5% complete compared to the five-year average of 22% complete. However, planting is not far off from this time last year, as just 3% of spring wheat acres were in the ground. Most dramatically in the Dakotas, we see no planting yet in North Dakota. Five-year average is 12%, and even more stark, just 2% planted in South Dakota versus the five-year average of 47%. Heavy rain has slowed rice planting to 31% complete nationwide. This is behind the five-year and last year's average of 47% complete. After spending three decades with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, CEO Kendall Frazier plans to retire. He served as chief executive of the nation's largest cattle organization since 2016. Frazier's career began as a farm broadcaster in Kansas. He then served for the Kansas Livestock Association as communications director before moving to Denver to join the National Cattlemen's Association in 1985. Frazier will continue as CEO until the end of December as the organization looks for a new executive. Online applications for USDA's Rural Broadband Pilot Program are now open. The Department of Agriculture is now accepting applications for the ReConnect program. The program provides $600 million for public-private partnerships to improve broadband infrastructure in areas with 10 megabits per second download and 1 megabit per second upload. This is the first round of funding that Congress appropriated to USDA in March 2018. Grant-only applications are due by May 31st. Combined federal loans and grant applications are due June 21st, and low-interest federal loans are due by July 12th. Customs and Border Protection Agriculture Specialists have issued seven penalties totaling over $6,500 for undeclared agriculture items at the Laredo Port of Entry in Texas. Over the last month and a half, smugglers attempted to bring 1,600 mangoes, 150 hog plums, 50 mame fruit, and over 50 kilograms of pork meat into the U.S. Penalties can range from $300 to $1,000 or more. Speaking to AgriPulse last month at the Dulles Port of Entry at Dulles International Airport, CPB agriculture specialist Josue Ledesma said once commodities are seized, Specialists destroy the items. We don't want the disease to be able to spread, you know, uh, physical contact. Or, so we have a special type of bags where we put all the contraband, all the meats, everything, and then we place everything in containers and bins. And we have a company that is under compliance. They will destroy 
the international garbage is appropriate. Prohibited items have been found in vehicle quarter panels, under floorboards, seats, and mixed in boxes containing admissible or unregulated items. CBP agriculture specialists have been on high alert lately due to the deadly pig virus outbreak of African swine fever in China. A tariff town hall will take place in Williamsburg, Iowa tomorrow. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers and an industry-led campaign called Tariffs Hurt the Heartland will host the event at Kinsey Manufacturing. The event will focus on how retaliatory tariffs as well as steel and aluminum tariffs have impacted the agricultural economy and equipment sales. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Find more at fb.org. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nulling.